Welcome to Access Nation, a podcast dedicated to the lift and access industry. Our mission is to keep you informed on the latest industry news and current events. And now, your host, Phil Dwayne. This is Access Nation. I'm Phil Dwayne, and I'm excited about a new season. We're in 2020, and let's just start with the trade show season as it's underway. California Rental Association uh, having their show as as I'm recording this right now. And United Rentals has their own show. They've already done it. The next one will be ARA and then World of Concrete. And then you got the mega show in North America, which is Con Expo. And I'm going to bring you content on all the shows and what I see and what I hear. I'll be attending a few, but I've also been getting feedback from all our great listeners and guys that are really passionate about the access industry, just like us. And I can't wait to talk about that with you. But more importantly, I'm going to get onto this new standard because it's changing stuff. And, you know, they moved it back till March, but I think a lot of production has already eaten up with the old standard. So a lot of people are retooled and they're building the new ANSI standard booms. I'm going to give you some hypothetical things that could happen and, and things that maybe as a rental rep or, or a rental company you need to be doing as this new standard emerges here in a couple months. Stay tuned. This is Access Nation. Access Nation is now available on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Subscribe today for all of the latest industry news. So the new standard is going to tell you how much weight's in the platform before you go up in the air. It's going to tell the operator. Genie has the XC models, and I think they're going to have those at a max capacity of 1,000 pounds. I look for JLG to do the same thing. Skyjack, I think, still has a lot on the drawing board. I haven't seen a lot come out with them on it. But sticking with uh, you know, Genie and JLG in a boom category of capacities, I think 1,000 pounds is going to be it. Now, here's where all the hypothetical things come in with me. And let's just say that we're into June, July, August, and things are cranking. And you start delivering these booms that have the capacity restrictions in them as far as how much weight's in there. And a guy guy gets in the machine and it won't go up. Okay, what's going to happen then? He's going to say, I don't like this machine. Send me another one. That's my guess. That's my hunch. So as we are very reactive to what our customers say in this industry, in the access world, we're going to ship them one of the old booms. And then the new boom we just paid all that money for is going to be sitting in the yard because the preferred boom is going to be the one that doesn't tell them how much weight's in there. We have to deal with any of like technicalities that the machine's not working right. That's where we're going to have issues with everything with this standard. And it starts with the guys that rent it that communicate with the contractors. Now, granted, there's a ton of things that an operator has to do for his new training part of the standard that should have the planning portion of this figured out of how much weight's going to be in the platform. Okay, I just know how deaf fuel worked in the telehandlers. You know, how we make giant telehandlers with 74 horsepower to avoid having to take an extra step deaf fuel in a machine or, or the operator having to slow down and regen the thing to blow out all the emissions and, and so that he can operate the machine. And so my prediction would be, yeah, they're probably not going to be accepted. But then you have to think about this. When the crush sensing bar was put on the platforms, it was like took off like for sure everybody wanted it. 
But I don't think that had quite the – it's just not developed the way load sensing works on a job site. I mean, crush sensing was an easy thing, and I think the market accepted it really well. I think it's a great thing uh, for every operator to have a boom that has crush sensing on it. And it's a little more accepted, I think, than this will be because, look, job sites get behind. Sometimes these booms are used like elevators just to take material up. And the more they can put in the platform, the quicker they're going to get the job done. And that's how just these things evolve. Now, I don't know how many people have been hurt in a machine because they overloaded it. I, I give a lot of guys common sense that they know, okay, I'm close, but I think it'll do it. And it does it. I think electrocution hazards are a lot more common than machine that's overdone. But then you have to think about this. So you're a rental rep. You went out and you just rented a boom. And you told the guy, hey, man, this thing is brand new. It's a 2020 model. It has a new ANSI standard in it. It will tell you how much weight's in the platform so you won't overload it, and you're a safer operator now by using this machine. Okay? But then what happens is next month he calls you and says, hey, I need a boom. That one's not available, so you send what you have. That guy's supposed to know that that's an older boom. I mean, what are you going to do, put a sticker on it? It says non-ANSI 92.2 compliant. This is the older machine, doesn't have, I mean, how's the operator going to know by looking at a machine side by side? Is there really room for another safety decal, which I'm guessing that's what everybody will do, is it have to be safety decals, and there's only safety decals all over the machine right now. And trust me, if you're a rental guy chalking return on investment, those, those decals are not cheap. They will not go out on rent unless you have all those safety decals, and that's just a part of it. These are some hypotheticals. Hey, I don't want to be negative, and I don't want to be, hey, I'm going to just know how things are going to do. Next thing I'm going to tell you about, the price is going up. What are you going to do about your rental rate? Stay tuned. I have Dave Meyer here with Valco Equipment, Aleppo Group Company. Dave, tell us about what you have. Whether you are loading a pallet of material or you need to reach heights from 12 to 185 feet, Valco Equipment, a Aleppo Group Company, has the answer. Hi, it's Mr. Forklift, your National Access Lift Specialist, speaking to all the loyal Access Nation listeners. Here at Valco, we carry all the major brands from JLG, Genie, Mech, Skyjack, Gale, Pettibone, Skytrack, and Manitou. From telehandlers to manlifts, new or used, our inventory is ready to ship nationwide or even farther. Contact me today at 800-245-5528 or visit our website, valcoequipment.com or lepos.com. Thank you, Access Nation. All right, let's take it back to episode nine. It was simple return on investment of the access world. And guess what? Everybody's getting a damn price increase from two to five percent. That's and I don't know the numbers for sure, but it's going to be at a range of two to five percent. Wouldn't you think that on a rental rate we could get more money for these machines? Absolutely, you should. Who else takes a price increase on anything and then doesn't pass it on? You have to in business. And it starts with the guys that rent it. And so that's why I say take it back to episode 9 and listen. Now know that every boom that you replace that has this new ANSI standard is going to be 2 to 5% more. Oh, guess what? The guy that operates it every day is getting that much more on his machine because the cost is that goes into this new standard is there. So you actually have something to sell. 
also sell your company, your service, you as a person, all the other things. But I'm telling you, the new booms with the new standard, there's a lot more there to it that the operator gets more. You should pay more. If there's ever a time to put your feet in the sand and say, hey, we're all going to demand it, this would be it. I mean, how, I mean, we get steels more expensive. I get all that. We've had oil prices in this business, so trucking and things like that, and that also affects steel. We've had those opportunities for price increases. And the only people I see really taking full advantage of it are the OEMs. And they just increase the cost to you as a rental company. So let's go back and collect some of it on the back end with the rental rate. Now, let me tell you something. I got a little comparison I'm working on with Hydromobile and scaffolding. The other ways to get in the air to get construction work done. Let me tell you, these booms are the safest, most cost-effective way to get up in the air and get your job done. That's why they're so popular in rental. Let's get it right this time. Raise the rental rates. I'll be back. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed belong solely to Access Nation and are not necessarily those of its affiliates, sponsors, or business partners. This podcast is not a substitute for an ANSI, CSA, or ISO compliant training by a certified professional. Another thing that I want to mention here is I'm getting ready to close this thing up. Watch, you know, used equipment prices down a little bit at the end of the year, in my opinion. Of course, it depends who you talk to. I think some of the Roush numbers or some other numbers I saw came out that, yes, everything was kind of down. So what's going to happen to the used prices if these new booms, nobody wants to rent them? Well, then obviously the new price or the used prices will go up because that's what people want to rent. So that will be interesting to watch, and I want to try to keep you folded in that. I've always tried to keep you in fold with used equipment prices. I feel like that I'm, you know, there's a lot of content out there. It's just doing some research or being a part of an actual deal, which I'm, I do both. So I have that, which I want to you know, kind of bring to light as this new standard comes out and we see how things work in the marketplace. The other thing, the trade shows are cool. I mean, that's your time to get out and, and meet with, you know, not just your rep as an, as an OEM, but you get to meet with engineers and marketing people, finance people, vice presidents, presidents of companies and things like that. It's a relationship business, 100% guarantee you. I don't care if it's a guy renting from you or the or the OEM that you're buying from. It's all built around relationships. So, you know, that's fun to report on as, as the trade show season goes through. You know, 2020, I'm excited. I mean, there's a whole lot on the board construction-wise. So I think it's another great year. And guess what? Things were busy out to Christmas. Things didn't slow down as, like, Thanksgiving, everything was off. I mean, construction is roaring. And all the reports say it's going to roar some more. And how we handle these new booms, scissors, and what we do rental rate-wise, now is the time. And it's a great industry. Access Nation is a great place. Thanks for tuning in to us. And, and like I say, there's some more fun stuff coming up in 2020. I appreciate everybody's support that listens. Hey, look, I'm trying to make everything great for everybody in this and educate them. And look, a lot of rental guys, they got to know about all kinds of things. I just specifically focus on the access world. Thanks for tuning in. This is Access Nation.